Hey everyone, welcome back. This is the Track Podcast. I am Kevin. He is Gordon. We're pre-recording this one. So if you're watching this on Monday. We're from the past. We are from the past. So if there was any breaking news that we're not talking about, we'll get to it when we come back live and in person. But we... But still, have fun in the this. chat. Have fun in the chat. Yeah, maybe they can have their own discussion yeah. about what, what But we're not going to read it because we're not there. Yeah. December 19th. We're recording this on December Maybe we'll go into the, the chat. 19th. Well, if you have time. And we'll talk to ourselves. You could do that. Like, man, Gordon making some really great points here. <laughs> Thanks, man. At Gordon Max says on the yeah. bottom. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to talk about some end of the year stuff, some fun stuff. We're also, well, as of recording, we're two weeks away. As of you guys watching or listening to this, we're one week away from Gordon's dunk attempt. Yes. I may have done a, a preliminary dunk attempt before this pod that you're watching, but oh wow, I got to get as many as I can in before <laughs> December 31st. Ideally, I want to get it done, though, on December 30th, which is my birthday. I think that's the day I'm going to actually really want to do it, December 30th. What's the best and worst part about having a birthday on December 30th? Uh, best part is you never have school, schools, so it's easy to have a party because you don't have to worry about school nights or anything like that. But you still go to school? No, I'm thinking about when I was a kid. <laughs> okay. Worst part is you get one less Christmas gift and you're like, I wanted that. And you realize, oh, you just got to wait five days and then you get it. Oh. And then you realize Santa isn't real. So the, Santa's whoa. just mom and dad. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We could have sorry. younger listeners sorry, sorry. watching. Yeah. So, I mean, parents, you don't, you get, you get. Your parents could tip your hand. But also, does New Year's Eve kind of run into your, you can't yeah. have a party, right? Yeah. That was the thing with that for like, for our 21st birthday. That was kind of hard because no one was like, they're like, no, we're going to have. New Year's Eve is tomorrow. Yeah. We're not going to drink tonight. We won't drink tomorrow. Well, they wouldn't do both nights, huh? I know. They, you know. New Year's Eve is not really a thing anymore, also. Like, no one celebrates New Year's Eve. Wait. Hold on. Let's get consultation here from the youngest member of the shoe. Colt? Show, show. Producer Colt agrees. Colt, yeah, yeah. Is that true? Yeah. Overrated. The parties Overrated. are lame. <laughs> Hold on People don't stay up till midnight anymore. The ball yeah. drop? No one likes the ball drop. Exactly. I thought they. I used to think they actually dropped the ball and it shattered on the ground. <laughs> and I found out they don't do that. And I was very disappointed. It'd be way cooler if they did. Hold on. Is this just your personal opinion about New Year's Eve or is your generation souring on it as a whole, Colt? I speak for the generation, Kevin. Okay. So what happened? He's our generation consul- yeah, consultant. Yeah, he's Gen... Wait, what are you, Z? Gen yeah, Z? Gen Z. Yeah, Z. yeah. Gen- he's our Gen Z consultant. Um, correspondent. So what happened? Where did it go south? Uh, I don't know. They just realized it's once you see it over and over again, and you realize there's something special about it. Everyone and it's like no one actually does the New Year's resolutions. What's the point of celebrating it if you know we're all just gonna go back to our normal selves two weeks later? Okay, I don't know if this is true, but because I've been out on New Year's Eve since let's see, 1992 probably. <laughs> so I'm an early adopter to this. So it's cool that you guys are here, yeah. but I'm a little suspicious. I got out on New Year's Eve when the when I was freaking out on New Year's Eve, when Y2K? No. So 2000 for the face, the glasses, glasses the, yeah. the, the zeros for the eyes. Yeah. 2001, it works. Yeah. 2002. Oh, it keeps going. Goes yeah. all the way to 2009. Yeah. 2009. Yeah. And I was looking, I was like, what are they going to do in 2010? Yeah. what they do? They freaking, I thought they were going to put the one here. Yeah. And they do zero, zero. And uh. I think they did that. So the, because they still have two zeros for 2010. Yeah, so then yeah. I was like, all right, 2011, what are you going to do? Right. They put the eyeball in the one, and it just... Oh. I didn't like it. That was it for you? That was it for me. I just don't like staying up late, so it was one of the worst holidays for me because it involved staying up really late. So you're an old man. I was, I've been an old man my whole life. Yes. That's, You've been 38 since 
2010. Exactly. Well, I said I was out on the 90s in the 90s. So I just, and I was always tough for me. And then a bit, it's very anticlimactic. Yeah. Right? You're like, okay, cool. It's <laughs> that, over. It would be cool if like nature like recognized there was a new year and there was like an explosion in the sky. Yeah. Like all of a sudden the sky turned like purple for like five seconds and everyone goes outside to see the purple sky uh-huh. on January 000 or whatever. Yeah. And it was like, that was wild. What about, what about if we go just completely all in on f- like more fireworks, like a 4th of July style, so just wakes everybody up who's not, Yeah. I mean, that um, would be worth staying up for, right? Probably. I mean, some, some cities do that, like limited fireworks, right? But not, yeah. Usually you're not good. And some, your neighbors are setting stuff off. All right. <laughs> New Year's Eve ball drop is too slow, so we fixed it. All right, that's interesting. It probably made it like three miles per hour instead of two. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk. End of the year awards. It should just fall to the ground from a high height. At yeah. And that, but it's going too fast. People can't count that fast. And when they show it on TV with all those people crammed in, that really, literally looks like the worst. Oh, it is. Ever. I used to live in New York during that. And you stay as far away as possible yeah. from that area. Yeah. And they made, they fill it up so far deep. Like it goes like multiple blocks. Like there's people who are standing there a mile away from the ball. Just to see the ball. That's it. Yeah, because it's like, oh, there it is. Yeah. And they came from like Wichita, Kansas. No offense. Wow, Colt. Colt, Colt catching strays. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we're here. And they, they, they don't go to the bathroom for like 12 hours. Yeah. And it's, You're shoulder to shoulder. And they're freezing time, cold. It's not, it's not great at all. On it's a normal worst. day, Times Square is really difficult yeah. if you don't like crowds. It's the worst. Yeah, it's got to be terrible. New Yorkers hate New Year's Eve. Okay. Are you calling, are you considering yourself a New Yorker? I was for two, three years. I don't think you become a New Yorker for just am a I couple a Texan? years. No. What am I? You're, Philadelphia? Phil, Phil, what are they? Philadelphians? Is that what they called? Yeah. You don't want to be? I want to be all three. You're the. You're the. I'm not a New Yorker for sure. Yeah. I'm a Texan, Philly, a Philly well, Texan. You're getting second in everything this year. MLS, MLB, not the football Eagles. coming up. Eagles. Yeah. You. Well, this, this Atlantic this Division is, is coming out after whether or not we just got beat by Cowboys or beat them. So I'm assuming we beat the Cowboys and we're now 14 and one. All right. Congrats. All right, awards. We're gonna split these into two. Uh, couple of them today and then a couple of them on wednesday show the last one before uh the new year so today we're talking biggest surprise of the year we're talking team of the year celebration of the year and then event of the year i didn't put athlete of the year in this because we talked about that so many ways ad nauseum we talked about it in july we talked about it in august we talked about it in september when the nominations came out and we talked about it finally in Again, december yeah. when the winner was announced we're not gonna do college athlete of the year you know why we talked about it so many times when the NCAA meet was held, when they had the watch list come out, when they had the finalists announced, and then when the winners were eventually named with Cunningham and Abby Steiner winning it. So we're going to trend more on the side of just like out-of-the-box types of categories or just singular events. So surprise, team, celebration, event. Let's start first with um, surprise. What do you got? So I have two. We're allowed to have two winners, right? Yeah, sure. So sure. I have co-winners. First surprise, Coastal Carolina's Melissa Jefferson. Mm, good pick. Started off the indoor season, the 60. No one saw her. Like, everyone's talking about Julian Alfred, and she was one of the top stars, Abby Steiner from the 200, all that. But then this no-name from Coastal Carolina comes in, not only wins it, but runs a, in, like, record fashion time. Then we think, oh, maybe it's a fluky 60. Sometimes you just really get the 60. No, she follows that up with... A USA title makes the world team goes on and has an incredible you know outdoor season didn't do well at NCAA outdoors but 
hey, you win that 60 indoors, you make the Team USA outdoors, that's, and no one could name, no one knew who you were 48 hours before that indoor 60. Like, the only mm. person who knew who Melissa Jefferson was, was her family, mm. her coach, mm. and her teammates. Mm-hmm. And maybe the custodian at Coastal Carolina, mm-hmm. who, like, walked by the locker Well, all the teachers, teachers, too, yeah. the trainers. A trainers. lot of people probably. A lot of people, actually. A lot of she's people actually, actually pretty normal. fast. She's actually kind of, pot, kind of a big deal. <laughs> yeah. But. Your point is. It went 10x after she ran that 60. Oh, yeah. And then it went 100x when she won USA's. And that, now it's. Yeah. That, just that's what growing. pushed it over the top for me was USA's because yeah. we've seen people win the 60 indoors and then, okay, outdoors don't do as well. And you think, all right, maybe there's a 60 specialist. That's fine. But winning USA. Yeah. But the, no, that was the biggest surprise. I mean, I mean, the coach, I remember interviewing the coach. He's like, it's not a surprise. I was like, dude, it's a, it's a freaking surprise. It's a surprise. It's a definite. It's okay to be a surprise. And now it's not a surprise no more because now she's relevant. She's, you know, pro and she's going to be one to watch the next, you know, four to five years. Mm-hmm. But, uh, my biggest surprise. Made the final, too. Melissa Jefferson makes the final at Worlds from Coastal Carolina. Got it. You had two, though. No, I'll take my second. Okay. Say yours. Uh, my biggest surprise, I'm going to go top Toby Amason. Toby Amason. That was surprising. 12.40. She set her PR in the opening round of the hurdle heats at Worlds. And then comes back in the semis. And we thought it was going to be fast just because all season it was fast. But it wasn't, oh, someone's going to smash the world record fast. It was more like we're going to have a record amount of women run in the 12-2s this year or 12-2s and 12-3s in this one race. Like it's going to take something spectacular to even get on the podium. (laughs) And then in the semi, she runs 12-12. And we're just shocked. I remember being there. We, I mean, people, not only were we shocked, people on the internet were shocked. They were so shocked they started doubting it, right? Yeah, exactly. Michael Johnson be like, I don't know about that time. Yeah. Everybody was coming up with, like, trying to explain, oh, it's just made no sense. Wind gauge, yeah. shoes. Like, you ran through all the reasons why the time wouldn't count. And then you're like, all right, well, what's going to happen in the final? Then she comes back in the final and wins it in 12.06. Now, it was windy, 2.5, but basically a pretty thing. similar performance. Yeah. So it only took her an hour to offer confirmation yeah. of what you just saw. Now, that was a wild hour, though. It was an incredible hour. And even after that hour, it's like she won. Because if she went, came back and then you're like, all right, she won Worlds, but then that one was in 12.3 or 12.29, yeah. you're like, okay, well, man, was something just weird about that specific race? But no, she basically ran the same performance twice. She ended the season you know, pretty strong, wins in Birmingham, gets second in Lausanne, but then you know wins the Diamond League final in 12.29. But the surprise isn't the athlete. The surprise is just that 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 the world record is now twelve twelve. Yeah, and that someone has run in all conditions. And that listen, it was it was certainly windy. I'm not doubting the wind gauge for the final, but it's not as if there was a gale force wind behind them for that race. So twelve oh six is nuts. So twelve twenty, which had stood for a few years from Kenny Harrison, gone and broken by uh, Toby Amundsen. That was my. I was stunned with Sydney's. Time, just how far she lowered the record. But like I at least had in my mind, I was prepared for the words Sydney McLaughlin world record. I was not prepared for Amazon world record by that much. My surprise, if I would have told you that Amazon was going to win worlds, would you have been surprised? A little bit because she had taken some losses early on in the season, but it wouldn't have been. No, I mean, it wouldn't have been a, a shock. Okay. Means, yeah. If I told you 
Jake Whiteman was going to win Worlds in the 1500. Would you have been surprised? Yes, 100% yes. He had a good season leading up, but the, the contenders to Jakob were supposed to be Chariot, Kipsang, Kerr. Kerr was talking real big, maybe Oliver Hoare pulls a rabbit out of a hat, but it ends up being Whiteman. So yeah, that was my other surprise, Jake Whiteman's 1500-meter performance. Uh, there's some great moments of his father, who was doing play-by-play during that race, watching his own son you know, win a... Because... Impre- there's some always like uh, wins that happen at Worlds where it's kind of a weaker field. This was a great field. Really good. Very good field. So for him to do it in this type of atmosphere was very impressed. Uh, and he knew it was impressive because, you know, he held on, stayed on top, didn't do the rematch with Jakob back, you know, at Europeans or, or Commonwealth. Get, what? Not, not, not Commonwealth. Commonwealth. Not, Norway's on the Commonwealth. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got Euros. It. Euros. Euros and then maybe at the Diamond League, but they... Didn't race each other, which is fine. Hopefully, we get that race in 2023. But that performance, that win, everyone was shocked. Yeah. He was shocked. Jakob was shocked. It kind of built, too, because with 200 to go, it was just those two guys. Yeah. And they're like, wait a minute. It's wait still, a minute. He's still there. Wait. He's, Jakob's not getting him. Yeah. And it was surprising. You had, you had a lot of time to process it. Yeah. Like, you had a full 30 seconds. But you see, see the car coming, and you know you're about to get in the car accident, and it's coming. He's like, you're processing I'm about to get hit by this car. And I think we're Jak- processing Jake Whiteman's good butt shock the world. And I think Jakob winning the five later on just solidified how big of an upset it was. Because it's it not like Jakob was out of form. No. He yeah, was ready exactly. to go. Whiteman just Whiteman just beat him. And really, if you look at the whole meet, I know we just talked about Amazon being a, a surprise winner, but not a sh- not like a huge upset shock winner. That ended up being the biggest upset on the running events of the entire yeah. meet. In- individually. I mean, there was some really upsets. But Everything else, you could imagine who who won it. Yeah, like it, it it made sense, and it would probably have come from the top four or five people. I don't think Whiteman would have been in that top four or five. It would have been the guys that we we mentioned before yeah. as as potential contenders. So yeah, that that was one I was thinking about as well too for biggest surprise. Team of the year, twenty twenty two. Team of the year. I took a page out of your notes, and I went with two winners. Okay, same event, same meet, but both these teams were clutch. Both these teams are clutch. I'm, of course, talking about the four-by-ones. Canada beats the U.S. despite the U.S. winning how many medals in the 100? All three. All three. Canada did it. Anchored by Andre de Grasse, who was not the normal Andre de Grasse. the final? Yeah, not the normal anything? Andre de Grasse that we had seen. But he, he had a really awesome leg left in him and managed to take it home. And then the women's side, the U.S. women beat Jamaica. How many medals did Jamaica have? All of them? Two? Do you remember? They had all of them? Uh, let's see. How many did they have? That's a good No, they question. didn't have day two. They had two? In the 100, they had two. They had two. No, they swept it. Oh, they it? swept? Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's the 200 where 200, they had two. Yeah. Okay. So, so they had five of the six. The, the two nations, and, but you combine the U.S. men and the Jamaican women, they were six for six. Yeah. And they, neither of them dropped the stick. They just got beat. They just got beat. Tonisha Terry held off Shrika Jackson. And Shrika Jackson was coming off that 200 victory, all-time performance there too. So, listen, great, great collection of performances. Like, that's what you hope for if you're an underdog team in the in the 4 by one Like, hey, individually they're better, but if we're just a tiny bit cleaner and we can be at top four and all the way around, maybe we can pull this off. Because – Honestly, 
if you told me both of them will get the sticker and they had they had some issues right the u.s men and the jamaican women had some issues handling the stick but like if you had told showed me the errors errors i'd been like no no they're fine yeah they're good enough to overcome it canada canadian men and u.s women just ran really well yeah i like that because those were two incredible upsets yeah canada and, and, and US women. yeah and listen i mean white men individually and upset it's a little bit different than a relay a setup but those those two they beat the relays that had all three medalists yeah. in the hundred it's just wild i mean this and convincing sweeps right like there was yeah. a chance the u.s could get four yeah in there like the jamaican women like no fraser price jackson and thompson are all like Thompson no Raw, was touching them. And Thompson Raw didn't wasn't her best meet, right? Turns out she was a little banged up. Like they could have had an even bigger gap and they did it. So that was my those were my best teams of twenty twenty two. Kevin. I know where you're going with this. Yeah, you know who my team of the yeah. year is. Okay. All right. Northern Arizona men. Indoor. What they, they do podiumed. Indoor. That's right, they did. It was a long time with ago. Like three dudes. They podiumed. Drew Bosley. Nico Young and Abdi Hamidner. There might have been someone else in there, but I think it was just three dudes. I could be wrong. At least three scorers. Uh, Abdi Hamidner had an incredible season, goes on to make the world team. Um, Nico Young goes on to lead the cross-country team with Drew Bosley yep. going 2-3, and they had was an upset. They were the f- not favorites, which is weird, and they, yeah. they broke your brain. I, they, I was... You were all off the NAU thing because you like you were off the NAU thing too. I was to be off honest. The, I was off the NAU thing, but it was they're still in my heart. I was off it though, but they were in my heart. They let me know that I you got, think that, that I jumped a, off. You think that's a hedge, and it's not. Yeah. In my heart, I picked them. No, you get one pick. You picked it. You, you didn't get even, a heart pick and a brain pick. You, Everyone gets heart and brain picks. That's you, how it works. You picked them to get fourth. I picked them to get fourth. I, I said, said they were get clo- fourth or first. That's what I said. I said they were closer to getting being off the podium than winning. That's what I said. Yeah, and you're clearly not an intelligent individual. I was wrong, but you also picked them country. for fourth. So. I said fourth or first. No, you made your final picks. You picked them fourth. I was sitting right here. You were sitting right there. I remember it. Anyway, they're my team of picks. the year because yeah, it's, it's a good pick. I mean, it was incredible. Yeah, and I think they're going to be team of my year forever. <laughs> I think they're going to be my team of the decade. Okay, let's not get carried away. Right? I said, if they win, it'll be Mike Smith's greatest coaching performance. And, and he I also said you'll never doubt them. They can 100%. have their entire team die in a plane crash. And you'll no, be like, stop. I still think they're going to win. Stop. <laughs> no, I think a better way to say it is their team can underperform the entire year and I will still pick against them. Their team could not even qualify. You'd be like, they're going to petition. They're going to petition and win. Well, listen, like you had some stat. Like no teams ever performed that badly at Nuttycombe and got and back got to on win, win yeah. right? Like it's pretty. They broke the rule. There's not very many meets that you get a gauge on how fast or how good a team is, and so you don't need to look very deep in the archives yeah. to be like, okay, they, they were not supposed to. They were not supposed yeah. to win. I mean, and Mike talked about, oh yeah, they're talented and and they are talented, but I, I they won this on that championship like DNA, for yeah, lack of a better term, yeah. Well, and experience, knowing yeah. how. Figuring it out and knowing the best way Brody to and attack George, that course. They yeah. knew what to do. Brody entirely, right? Big, I changed Big race Brody. Uh, yeah, he got, he got the he And got Santiago the Prosser is like, they needed the new name. We thought the new yeah. name was going to be Colin Solomon. It yeah. wasn't. It was Santiago Prosser. Yeah, Prosser runs out of his mind. And then Big race Brody and George Kusha just do what they do. And yep. then you have... Drew and Nico. You have Drew and Nico doing a Baxter and Day from... A, like, it was all... 
it was all right there. Yeah. Like you didn't need to be Nick Cage to figure out like where all the clues were hidden to like how they would piece this together. And Mike at Mike Smith afterwards said, basically, you know, you know, we've done this before. We know how to get the best out of the guys and, and on this one day figure it out because the talent is like at the NCAA at that level, those four teams we're talking about, they're pretty close. Yeah. Right. So you can kind of game plan your way to get a few points here, a few points there, and since it went to a tiebreaker, they needed every single every single one of them. Yep. They're my team of the year, 2022. We should have done tiebreaker of the year. No? That would have won. I'm just letting you know. I, I would let be known that my version of this segment was so much more entertaining than your version of this Gordon's segment. Gordon's version of this segment was, I'll read it here, actually. You, Gordon you, and Kevin each nominate three people for each category. This is Athlete of the Year. Men's pro, women's pro, men's college, women's college. Personal favorite. I don't even know what that means. That's whatever you want. Just fuck. Yeah. Colt puts the six names on the wheel. We spin the wheel, and that person is named Flotrax Athlete of the Year. Yeah. Let the wheel we- decide. So. Got a lot of wheel content recently. Yeah. It's too much wheel. Also, it's like, so you're going to put Mondo, Kipchoge, Noah Lyles on a wheel. Yeah. And then whatever the you, wheel and says. You're three. Or your three. The same. No, you had to pick different. We had to yeah, make that's, so, that's, so we have see, six nominees. Right there. No. The segment blows up. No, I picked someone each, so I wasn't going to pick that person. We, we get okay, six so names. Inga Britson, Dos, uh, Dos Santos, and Christian Bacali. Che. No, Bacali. Okay. And we spin the wheel. Yeah. And then whoever lands wins Flow Tracks Athlete of the Year. That's fun. That's not fun. That's, that's fun. You want to find out who's no, going to win? No. It gives we already gave chance. away the winner. We didn't give away. That was World Athletics. No, we announced We're full it. track. I said Mondo and Sydney, and they happened to line up with our picks. And we had our Bowerman, and we did that already. We don't need to randomize. Why do we need to randomize something we have an opinion on? Give people a shot, man. No, that's not. Track. Throw a little <laughs> chaos in it. There's a little bit of luck. It's just all. I don't know why you wanted to publicize. Sports needs luck. I don't know why you wanted to publicize that this was your idea, but. I do like one of the categories is personal favorite. Like, what does that even mean? Like, just it's, athletes that you like? It's Yeah, for the, in the year of 2022. Boom, you just write their name down. That's you, a fun category. You win personal favorite athlete of the year? Yeah. Okay. Right now, the chat is loving this, and they, I don't, we don't know it because, again, this is pre-recorded, but the chat would have wanted a wheel to decide our athlete of the year. I mean, imagine if this was an NBA podcast that you tuned in for, and there was six nominees for MVP at the end of the season. And the person you're listening to is like, we're not going to say who we think should be MVP. We're going to put all their names on a wheel and then have our producer hit go and then say the person that it gets spit out. You know what I would do? I would like and subscribe. That's what I would do. I would <laughs> like and subscribe. You'd be like, what's the point of this? I would like and subscribe. Hey, the listen, point listen is Listen to our Oscars. What's the point of anything we're doing? It's content, man. Even your opinion, that's randomizing. It doesn't need to be randomized. We're still giving our opinion. We're not like picking six random names. I know, and we've already names. talked about those we're names. We're picking six names that we... We've talked about those six names a million times. That's what I'm saying. We don't need to. We have other categories, such as celebration of the year. Okay. I what? went with... Okay, you go first. Noel Lyles. Okay. the jersey. Easy pick. I guess you could have... Oh, I don't want to say another celebration because I don't want to take one that could potentially be yours. But that was another really good one that I'm thinking of. But Lyles, yeah, rips off the jersey. I thought it was a fun comparison to what happened with Warholm at at the Olympics. Who wins in a rip-off jersey match? Warholm versus Lyles. Lyles won because Warholm, the zipper got stuck. Now, maybe it's the construction of the jersey. Materials matter, right? It's like Formula One racing. Like Whatever products you have uh, heavily weighs in the outcome. But Totally. The quickness... You don't watch F1? No. Oh. The quickness. Come on, man. With this shirt basically dissolved in Noah Lyles' hands. He did it so quickly, too. He's the celebration. That was a good celebration. Noah Lyles, he, 
Do you think he planned that? Did we ask him that? Did someone ask him if he planned on doing that? That's a good question. Or is that a moment thing? Like, do you think I USATF think gave him two jerseys? Give to, him a, sec- a, a second pra- a practice jersey. jersey. Yeah. See how well it rips? Yeah, because yeah. if it doesn't rip, that's really that's embarrassing. embarrassing. That's tough. He took a risk. He's I think, like, he, I think he thought about it. That would have been awkward if you're like, uh, uh, never mind. He, after the semis and stuff, I think he's a pretty big favorite. I think he thought about it a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my celebration of the year was a celebration not seen by everyone. There was an athlete, went on, won a world title in Eugene. Wild Duck is a popular uh, bar establishment next to the track that yeah, a lot yeah. of the athletes and fans and coaches go to. You were there. I was there after, oh, yeah. after this day. Yeah, yeah. This athlete walks in, crowd goes wild, yeah, and everyone could see him because he's the tallest man in the room. I'm talking about Allison Dos Santos, yeah. After winning the 400 hurdles, uh, it was a great celebration. He had a bunch put, of people with him too. Didn't they start singing songs? Yeah, and like started singing, chanting. Then... Everyone is wild for him, you know. Yeah, he was a celebrity. I went up to him mm-hmm. and I said, "Hey, Allison, first of all, congratulations." And then I showed him my DraftKings sportsbook <laughs> bet slip, and I said. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for letting me win $200. He's a fun guy. His dance-off was awesome. Yes. In the stadium with a mascot. The other one I was going to mention was Mondo's flip. I thought it was cool. Yeah. I, I just like flips. I think they're cool. But yeah. The Santos. Was, you think flips are cool? Yeah. I'm pro flips. Okay. Like, I think it's cool after, like, exciting baseball plays. I think after winning a race or a pole vault competition, I'm, I'm, I'm on flips. But he was, man, he was having such a great night. It was kind of cool just to see, like, hey, how do people celebrate after they win a world Title. Get hammered like, at a bar. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, it just was like, he was as euphoric as you would think yeah. he would be. That's kind of what, what you, would, you would do too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Advent, advent, event of the year. Road, field, throws, track. What was your event? And get specific. I went with the women's 200. Mm. Elaborate. College. U.S. and professional. It, it was great. It was great. So on the college side of things, you had Abby Steiner and Favreau Feely battling all season, rewriting the entire record book. Like you look at the all-time top 10. So many of the marks are from those two from last year. U.S. side of things, and you had Steiner uh, there as well. Yeah, the one kind of bummer of this whole thing was Thomas getting Gabby Thomas getting hurt. Yeah, I remember early season she was running really well too. So it looked like we were going to get um, a good matchup with her and Abby Steiner. And you had Jenna Prandini come in. And then meanwhile, internationally, you have Shreya Jackson. Yeah, just completely, completely lighting the track on fire. Early season she beats Elaine Thompson. Her on the two hundred. We're like, wait a minute, that's a crazy big upset. And I was like, wait a minute, no, it's not really. Like she's just going to own this event. And kept going and kept going and kept going uh, all the way to Worlds. Ended up you know, running, what, two of the four fastest times in, in history. Was part of that awesome 200 night at the World Championships. The women's 200 as a whole was great because you had all three um, Jamaicans come back. Oftentimes we see the 200 field at a World Championships start to disintegrate. People Focus on get 100. hurt. People get scratched. But you had Jackson, Fraser Price, uh, Asher Smith. You also had Steiner in there. You had Elaine Thompson Hurrah, who by that point was pretty banged up. So she finished back in seventh. But you had a lot of big names. It wasn't perfect. It wasn't the perfect field. But I was entertained by the women's 200 all year. I yeah, it was great. it's kind of impressive, too, for it to be one of the better events, despite, like you said, some injuries. Gabby Thomas, 
um, you could argue Lane Thompson Rob wasn't her yep. best form. Also, there was no Shawnee Miller Weibo, right? And Christina Boma, because she yeah, who yep. got hurt. So yep. like there was more bullets left in the chamber to turn that event into a monster. Yeah, and it was still really good. Well, it could win. It could be the first ever back to back event of the year track podcast event of the year. I think it enters as the favorite. Yeah, I mean the college side of things, you still have Ophelia. But I think U.S. and internationally, it doesn't get any worse, does it? I don't think so. If all those people get healthy again? Someone's got to be the odd woman out. Yeah. It's only nine lanes or eight. Nine? Well, eight. it's going to be good. I just feel like eight. if you have Jackson running around those times and then you have Steiner and Thomas there, who knows what the rest of the world brings. But just the people you mentioned being hurt, if they come back, then it's going to be better. Women's two. I, I'll give some honorable mentions, but I don't want to take one of yours. I can give you some honorable mentions after. Event of the year, you ask? Yeah. What do you think was the most talked about event in 2022? The Women's 200. That's why I picked it. No. What do you think my event of the year was? Your event of the year. Not the Men's 5K again, was it? The Men's 800. No. That was the event of the year for all the wrong reasons, of course, but also for all the right reasons. I mean, it was the it most brought so much events. content to the podcast, more than we could have ever hoped for. And it wasn't because we were seeing incredible performances. Mm-hmm. It's because we were seeing constant, mediocre performances. 145. And sometimes... 145, 146. You got to embrace the chaos, embrace the mediocrity, embrace the... Parody. The parody, mm-hmm. embrace the stupidity. And embrace the randomness. Randomness. Embrace all of it and recognize, you know what? I'm just going to enjoy. I'm just going to have a, have a good time. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're not seeing the 141s and the 142s that we thought we would get with a healthy Brazier and an all out career. But it's going to be okay. <laughs> we got to see some newcomers come in. We saw the two Algeria guys. Mm-hmm. They, were, they were running fun, they were kind of like new things. You saw Max Bergen kind of. Come into the into the picture. Never get got to run at Worlds because injury. But you look at him; he's going to be a, a bright young star mm-hmm. coming into his own. Uh, the men's eight, the the U.S. side was was kind of lackadaisical, if we're being honest. But you saw Eric Sawinski running around in circles. <laughs> that was fun. I love it. I, love it. I just think like yes, it was not a great event. Like, so that makes sense. That it would win event wise. of the year. <laughs> but it was the most talk about event. And sometimes you know they say. No such nope. thing as bad PR. There's no such thing as bad press. There's no such thing right. as a bad race when you're watching the race. And we watched it because they kept on. They kept us on our toes. We never let go. We believe, we even though we we saw the races like I'm, you're dead to me. They were like, well, you're gonna watch us next week. You're like, yeah, I'm gonna watch because eventually I'm gonna want you to. It did get to a point where it was kind of you're like watching just to see if someone's gonna eventually break through. The, yeah. The best idea we had was the prediction contest for worlds. Yes. Because I called, I called our shot. I said literally nobody's gonna be able to get top three, in order. And everybody was eliminated by the final, right? Yeah. Before the final even happened, there wasn't a single. We had three. How many entries yeah. we have? We had like over five hundred. Yeah. That's more. I thought we only had a couple hundred. Either way. We had a lot of people tuned in. Very smart it was people. Three Very smart people listen to the pod. No one and, got it. Yeah, your medalists were all gone. Like you had at least one of your medalists <laughs> out in the first. before the final. I said that's exactly what's going to happen. Bergen pulled out for the first round, <laughs> yeah. and that eliminated <laughs> like a third. Yeah, of, of, of people's picks, maybe even more. Yeah, he I was think one he was of the favorites. He was a betting favorite, wasn't he? So the odds of not having him in your medalist was like 
not a, an option. Right? Yeah, yeah. But it was a great event. I mean, it wasn't a great event. It was a fun event because of the ridiculousness of it. It was honestly the event that we talked about most in 2022. I almost picked women's 800 for this. Interesting. No. The men's 800 was men's the content. Good. It was a content machine. I'm hoping it's not a content machine for why it was this year. Hopefully, maybe next year it could be a content machine the same way the women's 200 was. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing great performances. Yeah. But if we have to do 2023, we get to run it back. Whatever. I'll yeah. hop on that train. Yeah, other honorable mentions, I think you got to mention men's too because it got, it got kind of fun. Yeah. With Knighton running that fast yep. time and then Lyles and Knighton at, at USA's and then the American record for Lyles. Women's 100 was great. Fraser Price run so much. Run There was some historically fast, historically deep performances. Women's Marathon, I think you should yeah. mention as well too. Um, that one was just wild and the record book is way different than it was before. Women's High Hurdles was good. Men's Shot's always been fun. Am I missing any? I thought Women's 8 was sneaky good. But we just didn't get enough Mo versus Hodgkinson to put it in the number one spot. But that race at Worlds was really close. And then the race at USA's between Aja Wilson and I think Mo was really close too. So that, that was actually some – it wasn't a dominant year for Mo in the 800. It was just a lot more exciting in close races, which was fun. And men's 15. Men's 15 I'll throw out there too just because you had a lot of big names who weren't afraid to race each other. I think that's it for this section. I think that's it. We'll do more awards on Wednesday. This section, you mean this podcast? This section of the podcast. No, this section of the this awards. This is the podcast. This section of the awards, I mean. Okay. We're, in, we're awards part two, Wednesday. Electric Boogaloo? Yes. Don't oh. tell us what the categories are. I won't. Because My, maybe we'll add more. By yeah, we maybe record. we do personal favorite. Yeah, maybe we'll. That's a great category. You know what we should have done? We should have put taken all of our what we thought for team of the year and put on a wheel and then randomized it. How about this? I get one wheel selection i will allow that just because i think you need to see with your own eyes how this doesn't work as a segment i think it works as a great segment and i think you won't ever realize that until you are actually staring down that camera and you're seeing that it's just not working the chat loves the wheel cole do you think this segment works or there's any point to it the wheel segment is that what you're talking about yeah uh, I I think wheel based content largely is negative, but um, I think we could make it work. <laughs> I like how you're positive. You, I mean, we you you hit me with make the, it work. You hit but, me with it's negative to it's positive. But like, Colt, you you enjoy video games, right? Sure. Yeah. Imagine if you're listening to a video game podcast and there was hosts and they're like, "Hey, what are the six contenders for video game of the year?" And then yeah, as a twist, was, instead of just them all giving their opinion and having a debate about it, they put them on a wheel and then right. had a wheel decide. Like, I don't know if Gordon understands the wheel element here. I know how wheels work. It's not necessary is what I'm saying. I could just say, but okay, why, why are we, Santos. Why are we picking it randomly, I think? That's, that's the, my, the yeah, that's what I don't, exactly, cool. I don't get that. Because of the, the, the anticipation but what does it mean it, doesn't it mean makes you uh, it gets, it's like you're on your, your pins and needles and knees and you're freaking out like are they gonna pick the athlete i want them to pick and then the wheel spins and the wheel spins and... you know we can do it we can do an elimination wheel where no. we'll spin it <laughs> stop those six names we spin it five times and we remove please stop five mm. names and then the last name surviving is that is the same problem except it's five times as long of a segment <laughs> okay well done colt basically colt saying stop digging no we're doing the wheel i get one category 
I'm I'm half I'm a third of this podcast. You are. So you get I, outvoted by the other two. No, thirds. I get at least one category. And my category is decided by a wheel, whether you like it or not. It's going to be personal favorite. Colt can nominate three people. What do you, you mean? You can nominate three people. What am I nominating? And I can nominate three people. On what criteria? What is The criteria is personal favorite of the year. It could be anything. Cole, does it just, just me? be track and field related? I'm not understanding this part either. Are you getting this? You're, not, you're, you're living too much in a box, man. Think outside the box, all right? Okay. Open so your mind. I'm going to just live on a I'll wheel. Play it out. I'll play it out. What is okay. so my favorite of the year would be uh, like Noah Lyles. Also, Noah Lyles. I like Noah Lyles this year. Okay. And sure. Noah Lyles is on the wheel. We, but then what happens? Do we, <laughs> you spin the wheel? No, you know, so you're going to nominate three. Lance on Noah Lyles. We're going to create the nine wedges of the I wheel. I can't tell if he's – is he trolling I'm us, I'm not Colt? trolling. We're going to do this. I, I don't know. Colt's going to nominate three. Okay. You're going to nominate three. I'm going to nominate three. Then we'll have a wheel of nine, and then we spin it, and whoever wins, wins. Right. But, but it's so got to be a like personal favorite. Playing out the hypothetical, right? Like if, if we spin the wheel, and there's nine things on it, and we've all selected three. Yeah. And my selection of Noah Lyles wins, what does that mean? What, where it, do we go from there? It means Noah Lyles is Flow Track's personal favorite. For 2022, do we send a do we send a plaque or something? I mean, I mean, we can. I don't do get wanna, this at all. Should we send them the Eagles plaque that we have? <laughs> I mean, this we're not is... sending anything to the biggest surprise of the year and team of the year and celebration of the year. They're not getting anything. So why should? Because they're actually who we thought won. That's what I'm saying. You're we should do like a twi- why don't we do like a Twitter poll? Maybe we do a Twitter poll. That's a different way to select. A, yeah, an answer for this. Or people in the chat can vote, <sighs> like their fantasy team. I think Gordon. I can do a YouTube poll. I can do a Gordon, live YouTube poll. Really? I can definitely do that. I think Gordon was yeah, distracted. Sure. He thought he needed to write down an idea for the show, wrote this down, and did not put any I thought think, into it. Okay, hold on. First of all, this podcast, we pre recorded. So the chat could be loving this idea right now. And I think they are. They may I be don't think it, they get it. It's like may... your analogy talking about Trey Cunningham and Grant no, Holloway. No, the, the chat gets it. All right. If we don't do the wheel on the Wednesday pod, pre recorded Wednesday pod, we're at least doing a wheel. We can do in the, January. We can use the wheel. When I need it makes least, sense. Wheel I need is a one you... wheel per <laughs> month segment. Okay. Okay. okay listen, That's all I want. Listen, I'm not as negative about wheel based content as Colt, but it needs to play a role. The role is when you need to randomize something, like, hey, what's the draft order? Or hey, who wins the gift card? Not who's the athlete of the year. We're hey, not, let's okay. see what a random. I concede we're not doing athlete of the year, but personal favorite of the year, we can randomize that. doesn't that. even make sense. That makes the whole category personal favorite. What does that mean? Use your, just Imagine use, you did this for the Oscars. They use your exactly. five Guys, movies. And you, you, know, you know, there's nothing about the wheel. And we can put the names in a hat, wheel. right? We can put the names in a hat. The wheel's more fun. It's the you same see thing. It spin on the screen. Also, I like how he's calling it personal favorite. Like, what does that even mean? You, you can, it, it, could be, it doesn't have to be an wheel. athlete. It doesn't have to have anything on it. We could just spin it for fun if you wanted to. Yeah, do, do you want a real wheel? It. Wait, don't you have one? I have a wheel office? on my desk. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you bring that in? And then you could just spin it all the time. No, it's digital. It's better. More no, HD. No, it's no, HD. no, no, no. Don't no, look cool. Okay, hold on. It's HD. That thing personal favorite can mean anything. It could be for any reason. It could be an athlete. It could be a coach. It could be a thing. It could be a moment. It could be something from the podcast. It could be anything that happened in 2022 that is somewhat tangentially, tangentially, tangent to track and field. Okay? Tangentially. Like Cole could just be like Big 12. Like that's. that's Yeah, okay. But then why don't we just like debate it instead of. We'll talk about it. Okay. About being on the wheel and then we'll spin it and then the winner wins. Okay. You can. 
I can you celebrate if you win. I give up. You don't have to do anything. Cole. I give up. You. you can well, just we can do this. Live. I'll put on the rundown here. Thank you. Show for We're next doing this on Wednesday. Wednesday. Wheel. I'm gonna put wheel game. Spin the wheel. Yeah. Colt, I love that enthusiasm in your voice. Spin the wheel. I'm, I roll. I'm hyped. Colt's hyped. He, Colt, he's gonna, gonna put be big so hyped if you that. win the wheel. You're gonna be like, I'm so happy we played this game. You gotta give him the big gift card then. True. The big gift, the yeah, AMC if, gift if card. Colt, if Colt wins, or not, maybe the AMC one. We save that for a listener, but yeah. you gotta give Colt something. Keep All stealing right. the chat's prizes. Yeah, I feel bad. Have the chat Venom another five bucks if he wins. Hey, the wheel. you, you earn it, Colt. But speaking of Colt, the meter's running for Colt right now, so we gotta go. Colt, thank you. Like and subscribe. Uh, audience from the future. We'll be back on Wednesday. Uh, from the from the past. Okay, people understand that things are sometimes pre-recorded. Okay. <laughs> it's like, whoa, we're the first ever podcast <laughs> to record something ahead of time. Yes, so come back. Uh, join us again Friday for the second part of our 2022 awards. Um, and then we'll be off on Friday. Thanks, everybody, for listening and downloading. Like, subscribe, send us an email. We'll talk to you guys on Wednesday. Spin that wheel. Yeah.